What is good, y'all? Welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in black culture, black news, and black entertainment. Now we're going to get this interview started. Started. <laughs> started. <laughs> so we got LeJay in the building. So what's first that, things first, uh, tell us where you're from and like what made you start getting into music? So I'm from Passaic, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I got a lot of friends that rap. And one of my friends, you know, he's been rapping for a long time, one of my good guy friends. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I really think that your voice would sound good on the track. Let, let me write you something and try it out. So mm. uh, it took him a while to convince me, but he finally did. This was back in like 2016. Wow. And um, my first studio session, it just went horrible. Um, Why was it horrible? That like the engineer, like his girlfriend was really jealous and Uh-oh. like she just came in talking crazy off the rip and like I can't just sit there and let somebody talk to me crazy. Mm-hmm. And things went left and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this no more. Like that was ridiculous. And like I ended up finding out the girl was pregnant and everything. I'm like, you know, that just was too much for me. You right, know what right, I'm saying? right. And um, then. After that, it went a while. It went quiet. And then I was like, after I had my son in 2018, I was like, you know, I actually want to do it. Mm. I want to try. Like, I don't know why. I just got the urge to want to do it again. So I reached back out to that same friend of mine. His name is Jay. Um, that was season. Mm-hmm. I reached back out to him. And I was like, let's let's try to do this again. He wrote me a rap. And it was like very incomplete and um, not mm. together. So I, I fixed it and I wrote it myself. And I went in the studio and I was really nervous because I was like, what if it's horrible? Like, you know, it's my first rap I wrote. Right, right, right. And I recorded it. Everybody there liked it. And it just, and it gave, it just been, I've been going from there. That's where it started for me. Wow. So talk to us about that first song, you know, like, what was it called? What was it like? In 2016 or... Or the the one the one that you wrote after that. Okay. Um, so that song was called Nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it actually never came out. And um, oh. I posted a clip on it. And, and the Shade Room posted it. And it just, like, it went crazy. Really? Like, got, like, over a million views. Like, 500,000 comments. Um, because I was still feeling myself out as an artist. Mm-hmm. I was trying a lot of new things and um, just trying to get comfortable rapping, period. You know, mm-hmm. it was a new thing for me. So um, I hadn't put out any music for a while from when I first started rapping. Like that song, Nowhere, mm-hmm. I've recorded like maybe five songs after that. And then I started being like, all right, I'm going to start putting out music now, you know. And that song, I, I honestly just didn't like it. Even though okay. everybody else That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I love how you mentioned that, you know, you were, you gave yourself time, right? Until right. the time was right to put out the music. Because mm-hmm. I feel like for a lot of artists, it's super easy to just be like, okay, I did this track. I got it. The share right. room posted it. Let's go. Right. So it really shows that you really took your time. Right. Yeah, and, I did. And I, I, think, I think that's dope. Thank you. So I know you're from Jersey. Mm-hmm. So talk to us, you know, about growing up in Jersey and how has that influenced you as an artist? It's influenced me a lot as an artist growing up, coming from where I come from. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the most the most creative people is in the hood. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I I've seen. It's, it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like you really watch. Uh, came out curse. Yeah, yeah. You really watch motherfuckers make something out of nothing every day. Right. Every day. There's no way you cannot be inspired. And honestly, some people don't get inspired. Some people stay there forever. Mm. But. Like, that had a lot to do with it. Like, growing up, I just knew I wanted different. I knew I didn't want to be there forever. I knew I didn't want 
this life to be mine. I didn't want to raise my kids there. I didn't want to be normal. You know, I didn't. I wanted to do something bigger and better. So it gave me the motivation. Maybe if I was spoon fed and had parents that, you know, it was like. I wouldn't even have the motivation to want to do anything with my life, you know. So it, it, it got a lot to do with where I come from, with, you know, how I move now. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely like that. And I love mm-hmm. how you you were able to not, you know, become a product of your environment. Yeah, and it, and it, was, it would have been very easy for me to. I believe that if I didn't have a daughter, I would have. Because mm. I feel like it was when I had my, it was when I got pregnant with my daughter that I was like, I got to do something. You know, I can't. I got to do something, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't just be chilling with my friends on the block getting drunk. It, it, what is that going to do for my kid, mm-hmm. you know? So that's when I started looking at going back to school and, mm. you know, getting a career and really trying to figure out, like, you know, what I really, really want in life, you know? Right. And I know that you um, you, you did go back to school for nursing. Right, yeah. So I wanted to tap, actually Thank tap you. into that and say We can. That's congratulations. fine. Thank and you. Just, like, tell us about that process. That process was very, very, very mentally trying. Mm. A lot of days, like, it, it just feels like you're on a, like, a long road in a tunnel that you can't see the light at the end of, like, staying up. Or, and then I have, you know, I have a man. I got kids. I got, you know, things, real things going on in my life. So I'm trying to, you know, play all of these different roles, be a good mom, be a good wife, be a good student, and make mm-hmm. sure I'm on, you know, doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. It was really like some days felt like I sh- I'm about to just drop out because I can't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I didn't. And um, I'm really happy with where I am in life right now. I'm happy that um, I have the opportunity to, to chase my music career with the with a backup plan that is mm-hmm. very financially stable as well and you know I'm 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 proud of myself I really am. Yeah, I love that. And that really takes hard work and dedication cuz yeah, a lot of resilience, a lot of patience. Yeah, that that's yeah. amazing. So, I want to go into your single FSO. Okay. Um yeah, I love it. It's a <laughs> Thank super you. dope track. It's very fun. Yeah. Very like a girl anthem. Uh-huh. That's what I was going for. So, yeah, like tell us how did that process come about and you've been receiving a lot of good feedback. Yeah, I have honestly. Um that process I honestly was was arguing with my man. Okay. <laughs> and I like for some reason when me when I'm not like happy with someone like that I love whether it's my my, my dude my mom mm-hmm. anybody I love that really make me mad it just make me want to do great shit like mm. it just made me want to focus on me like just made me want to pour everything into me and honestly it's weird but that's where I feel like a lot of my best like you know shit comes from when I'm mad you know and I feel like I could just say whatever and I don't even give a fuck you know right yeah that process was very fun it was like you know I just want to make this about women empowerment like Mm -hmm. really fuck these niggas I want some (laughs) fly shit and I don't need no nigga and that's what we on like and I I went and that's what I went for and I feel like I came out what I wanted it, it came out the way I wanted it to so yeah, I'm excited for the single and everything else that's coming forward, even though I'm kind of ready to move on to the next single. Because mm-hmm. when I put out that song, I wasn't really intending on it being the single that I want to like really mm-hmm. focus on. It had just been so long since I put out music, I wanted to 
warm people up but it seemed like they really okay. like this song so okay. i'm like i don't know if i should move on to the next single just yet because they i feel like they're not ready for me to they still want this song right so i don't know now let's get into the video because it's very fun very mm-hmm. much like the girls are outside <laughs> uh talk to us about what it was like shooting that and just that experience uh it was it was honestly behind the scenes a lot of bullshit going on you know you would never be able to see that from the video like the video of them there didn't happen you know Mm -hmm. so um that part was stressful but once we were able to really lock in and start shooting a video it was very fun you know all the girls that was there came do their thing we had a great time we got fucked up we enjoyed the pool party after the video shoot i mean we had a really good time so it was it was it was nice shooting the video was dope we had a great time yeah yeah i love that now like i mentioned before you've been receiving a lot of great feedback from this song so mm-hmm. can you talk to us about like someone who maybe like reached out to you about the song or like shared the song and you, it just was like wow like for me it was the all right all right so for flash it only mm-hmm. um it was the joe budden podcast right and i did see that yeah i was like what the hell i didn't set this up i didn't pay for this i didn't ask for this i didn't schedule this and to see that they just genuinely showed me that love like that Mm -hmm. was like really like wow because i swear just the night before i had an incident where Mm -hmm. i just felt like i didn't want to rap no more Mm. and it wasn't because i'm not I'm, i'm in love with the creative process i'm in love with everything but i don't i have a i i don't really like people like that you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and i had a situation with somebody that i cared about a lot that made me feel like i don't want to deal with no one Mm. so i was really about to be on some shit like bro i'm about to just take my little nursing degree move somewhere to fucking tallahassee (laughs) and never be bothered and then that next morning i woke up and i and i I pray a lot you know i'm a christian Mm -hmm. so i prayed about it the next morning i woke up and every my dms was going crazy like yo they played your music on joe budden's podcast and um, I was able to find it on the podcast for Apple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, all right. I felt like that was just a little sprinkle of confirmation from God. Like, yeah, don't, you know, no, don't I give up right now. I definitely feel you. I feel like when you're, you know, when you're in that moment of like being unsure and it's like, should I do this? Mm-hmm. Like, God will definitely give you the sign right. to say, like, keep going, don't exactly. stop. So, yeah. I love that, that that was your confirmation. That was. I was like, what? I was like, oh, my God, that's so big. Because I'm not really, it's not that I'm not into podcasts. It's just that I just, I, I never really sat and watched, mm-hmm. um, like, I, I, I sat and watched podcasts. But as far as, like, faithfully getting hooked on a podcast, mm-hmm. I haven't. So, I didn't really know, you know. I didn't even know that they did the no the, the sleeper. I think they call it the sleeper section, like artists that slept yeah, on kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't even know. It was just all like really good experience. Like I felt really good, mm-hmm. and um, you know, yeah, that was that was it. That so far, like, that was it for, for the for flash shit only. But for the next song that I was about to put out. They actually broke that record on Power 105.1, and I was oh. not expecting that. Like, I was in my car mm-hmm. after my studio session, turned my car on, and it wow. dropped. And I was like, what? What? Oh, my God. 
I was in the car. One of my friends started going crazy. Like, start recording, get the radio. Get and if that was a that was an experience. Like, you know how that feels. Like, I've been I'm from Jersey. I've been listening to Power 105 right. my whole life. Right. You know, so that was like an electric shock through my body. Like, oh my god, <laughs> everybody shock. in the tri-state area is hearing my fucking voice right now, and it felt great. You know what I'm saying? I liked it. I, I love that feeling. So those two things were that. So far, that's mm-hmm. like. That's the biggest for me right now, like, as far as people showing me love. Yeah. I love that. I think those are both, like, great moments, and it really uh, shows that you are on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think oftentimes when we are in, like, entertainment industry, we do need those little nudges of, like, right. keep going. Yeah, because so. this shit is not easy. You know, none of it is easy, mm-hmm. like, at all. Like, you got to try to stay professional but it's not really a professional industry you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but then again in the same token like being a woman you know right. people will really try to play with you you know like like if i if i do something with someone right and mm-hmm. i say look i need this back by this day they start like not texting me back and mm-hmm. getting me shit back late but if i was some crazy hood nigga walking in here with all these tattoos on my face you wouldn't be fading me not right. texting me back after i paid you already you right. know what i'm saying so shit like that and then like you know learning how to keep your emotions out of it mm-hmm. is that's another big, big thing that's like that shit drives me crazy because i'm so fucking real like i'm a sensitive person and i take shit personal and i'm quick to tell a motherfucker like you made me feel away mm-hmm. you know and you can't do that in this industry because nothing is personal damn near not saying everybody is fake but it's a lot of fakeness in the industry and you right. just you can't get emotionally connected you vibe and thinking all right this this person is cool we we got a little friendship going on they probably get a little bit of clout and they start getting crazy you know what i'm saying like they never knew you and then when that clout don't go nowhere they be trying to be back in your face like they was not you know it's just so much weird shit in the industry you just gotta just keep your head up (laughs) yeah no most definitely what would you say um has been like your biggest challenge with being an artist in the industry honestly i feel like um my biggest challenge is people actually taking me serious because mm. you know I, when i did start off with my little plat like with the platform the fan base that i do have it began accumulating because of you know my the situation with my kid's dad right so then i just started rapping so then it looked like you know just another girl with a famous baby daddy who want to be a rapper right. but that wasn't the situation because i really fell in love with this and i'm really great at it and mm-hmm. i really write all my own music so it was like took some time for people to take me serious and mm-hmm. i feel like now i'm i'm really starting to get that you know that that respect as an artist people actually are starting to really detach the two yeah. and appreciate and you know, me as a rapper and i love that you said that because like when i actually came across your page i didn't know that at first yeah like i you know did my research and i mm-hmm. didn't learn that but that wasn't yeah. the first thing that came so i right. just want to tell you that as confirmation right of the detachment that it is happening. right yeah it is happening it because is i know that can be like super annoying and it, it like, is I you just know be my own person for real it's like just like any any uh just like you know p diddy's son mm-hmm. going into rapping and stuff people have a hard time detaching like oh that's yeah. just diddy son like yeah. no he's a rapper he's too you know person. yeah that shit could get very it's very it's like i want to just be my own person like really look at me because mm-hmm. i got something to offer you know for myself not just that 
Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely think that's super important. So now I want to know, um, you mm-hmm. know, being an artist, it's a crazy job. You mentioned you're also a mom, mm-hmm. you're a wife, mm-hmm. you know, you were in nursing school. Right. What are some, like, do you have a team behind you for your music or is just you solo dolo? And like, how has that process been? Um, right now, it's just me solo dolo. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy, you know what I'm saying? Because every single release party, every interview, every photo shoot, every video shoot, every studio session, everything that I have going on, every flight that I got to get booked, everything, I'm doing it for myself, you know? I'm reaching out to these platforms and to mm-hmm. these artists and to these producers and to these videographers and all that. I'm doing all of this on myself while still focusing on keeping the good music coming, you know, right. the creative content and... Um, also like my own personal assistant like I'm running late to my makeup appointments because I'm in the mall trying to make sure I got you know it's crazy but I feel like the right team will come along at the right time I don't have to be okay. so thirsty to jump into like oh I need a manager oh I need this oh I need that you know because mm-hmm. I don't I feel like this I feel like a lot of this is God I feel like a lot of this well all of it is God you know I mm-hmm. give all my praise to God but the way that it's all rolling out like I had so many people that I tried to work with mm-hmm. that I tried to you know that said they wanted to work with me said they wanted to manage me never locked in and I got an aunt that's just like girl God got something bigger for you like right. you don't want to be locked in a contract with one of these mm. little managers and what if QCP come for you now you already all locked up in a contract you can't even mm-hmm. just wait just be patient and I, and I really took that into consideration like you know what she right mm-hmm. i can't just jump in because i gotta have the confidence in myself as an artist to know what i bring to the table as well right so you know yeah that's something me and bam actually talk about a lot on this show because we always say with artists being signed to a label or just having any type of management deal, the thing that gets that separates artists is these are the things right if you come into that label meeting knowing that, like like you said, like what you're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. what you can offer, right? that's a great thing. I mean, because for a lot of artists that are going into these label meetings, they're, they're desperate, for right. lack of a better word. And, you know, the industry, unfortunately, plays on that. Yeah, for so, sure. The people that get signed and are successful at this point are people that, you know, they kind of did a lot on their own. Yeah, blew like, themselves up first. They they had a song that popped on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a, a, a good following. I mean, I'm not saying you have to have, like, billions of followers. Right, but, but just a little, you know, basically your own little viral moment in one mm-hmm. way. It's different levels of going viral, you know. So that, that's definitely your leverage. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to to put your work in and build yourself up to a certain point, and then you can sit in front of a label. Like, look, I done been here, there, there, there. I performed here. I did this. I did that. Right. Like, it's nothing. So now they looking at you like, all right, we gotta, you know, move different on this person because when you going in there, like, yes, what, anything, yeah, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. They give you some bullshit contract. You locked in this contract for fucking seven years, six albums, and you ain't getting no bread and right. shit drying up. Nobody answering your phone calls. Labels denying all your your submissions. They don't want to put the music out. It's just, it's better to just, to me blow yourself up and have them interested in you than right. to try to do the rollout and go to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of like if we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. When I come to your house to play, I got to play your rules. Right. When you come to my house to play, you got to play my rules. Mm-hmm. So 
And if we play outside in the front of our houses, we could make up common common ground yeah. rules. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I'm looking at these labels, all of them, the major ones, the independent mm-hmm. ones, all of them. Yeah, that's a really good perspective to have. And I think a lot of, you know, artists can definitely learn from that. So I want to, uh, you know, we talked about Joe Budden's podcast mm-hmm. and him showing you love. And I see that you and Trey Budden actually have something yeah. cooking up. And I just want to, for a second, um, just add that it, I was ISIS submission. I don't, I'm not sure if you know him, but I honestly didn't know him prior to him uh, submitting me for the No Sleeper. But mm-hmm. I think it's what it's called, No Sleeper. Um, section of the podcast it, I want. I just want to give him his flowers For doing that for me So I didn't want to just say Joe Budden Because Joe Budden didn't even know who I was Before right. I brought my song to that podcast So just want to throw that in there But yeah, me and Trey Budden have a song coming together That's it's, dope it's, and, how, and how did that come about? He was actually on um, on our show a couple a couple weeks back or a couple months back mm-hmm. and that was and he was dope vibe and I enjoyed yeah. talking to him so yeah he's yeah. cool so um basically how that came about was we both record at the same um studio mm-hmm. just in different rooms the studio that we go to is a big building with multiple studios mm. ran by multiple different people so uh the engineer from his studio got at the engineer from my studio was like yo uh Trey Budden really wants her on the track we should get this done like you know I think it'll be fire mm-hmm. my engineer hit me up said yo this is what they want what you, what you think I'm like let's do it so we uh, uh, we set up the session mm-hmm. and um, I pulled up we rolled up and we the, the producer made the beat right there on the spot it was fire and we wrote our verses and we just laid it down but the vibes was uh, really good good he was very respectful everybody mm-hmm. there was very respectful everybody was really cool you know it was just yeah, he a definitely he's definitely a chill, like respectable mm-hmm. dude. Like, yeah, yeah. doesn't do too much. Yeah, no, not at all. So yeah. I, I, think I think the hypest I seen him get is after I came out the booth. Because <laughs> you know I, the whole time, you know, like I'm the I'm like a I'm like in my own little lane. I'm not even talking at this mm-hmm. point. Like we was kind of interacting while the beat was getting made, but I kind of zoned going to my own little corner to do my shit. You know, I'm writing my verse. He was recording his verse while I'm writing my verse. They just looking at me like, you know, what is she doing? Because I'm over there like <laughs> on my phone. And then I'm like, all right, my verse is done. They're like, okay, so come on. So I went in there, laid it down. It was like, oh, my God, oh, this shit is fire. That's why she was so quiet. <laughs> so it was like a really good vibe. Like the, the, vibe, the studio session was dope. It was nice. Yeah, the song is fire. It's called With That. It's, it's, it's his song. I'm just mm-hmm. featured, so I don't know exactly when what aspect out. he's going to do as far as putting it out. But I'm pretty. he, he likes it in his team. He has a team. Mm-hmm. They love the track. So they're ready to get the move in, get, you know, get the get the paperwork done, get the photo shoot done for the cover work, get the song out. But I know he's working on a couple things right mm-hmm. now. His um his engineer was telling me so I'm not sure how that's gonna roll out, but I know it's coming soon. Yeah. I love that. And I'm glad that you guys were able to do that. That's dope. Like two right. dope jersey artists. Right, yeah. I, I love that for real. Uh huh. So now in your Instagram bio uh-huh. it says never worry mm-hmm. come in nine oh two. Right. So I wanna talk I want to talk to you about that. What, what, mm-hmm. Give us a little. What's T? T. T is I ain't never worried about a bitch. That's T. <laughs> and I decided to make a song about it. it. It's just that simple. Like I'm like the mindset I was in mm-hmm. when I made when I wrote that song. It wasn't even like 
I wasn't I wasn't mad at nobody <laughs> that I love. I wasn't I was just like I wanted to eat. I'm like I like this, you know. Mm-hmm. So the the track started playing. I started freestyling a little bit, and I'm like I feel like I want to do something that. I don't want it to be girly. You know, I don't want it to be a fun girl song. I want niggas to be able to vibe to this too. So that was what I was going for. And I feel like that song is great. I had a little listening party. You know, multiple people was there. Like, this song is everything. It's good for the streets. It's good for the club. It's good on the way to the club. It's good while you're getting ready for the club. It's good on the way home from the club. Like, it's okay. a good song. And I was like, thank you. So that's what made me decide to rock with it as my next single. But to be completely honest with you I'm having some issues with the production team for the track so mm. I might have to switch gears mm-hmm. you know and um, I really don't want to do that and to be honest with you the produ- production team they really don't want me to do that either but mm-hmm. they're not acting like they don't want me to do that you know <laughs> so huh. but I got so many good songs that I'm sitting on it's nothing and I'm, I'm trying really trying to get them to understand that you know it's nothing. I got a. I got this song called Freak Bay that is like blowing all of them songs out the water. I could just throw that out right now, you know. <laughs> so I'm still kind of in between that. That Never Worry 902. Mm-hmm. That might be Freak Bay, but we'll see. But we shall see. Something is something is coming 902. Yeah, something is coming, sweetie. Don't worry about it. Hey, <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. Now, if you could collaborate with any artist, who would it be and why? Dang, just one. Um, okay, you could give you could give us a couple. Dang, okay, I would I would definitely want to work with Kanye West. Okay, that's so far reached. <laughs> no, that's not though. Uh, yeah, you're right. The way the industry is, it, it mm-hmm. ship could blow out tomorrow. He do his own remix to Masha. You never know. Like mm-hmm. that's just really how it should be. But like Kanye West, and I say him because you know he was a producer first, and I feel like his production skills is like crazy you know so like I feel like for him to cook up a beat and then like that is yay like come on I shouldn't even have to explain and um another artist I would love to work with SZA I love oh, SZA and she's from Jersey too yes yes my girl's from Jersey I love SZA she just really like like I don't, I don't care what nobody say she know me <laughs> she know me she writes songs for me she knows me but nah SZA and um lastly I would say like um Mm. I honestly don't know But to be honest with you Those are two artists that I tell mm-hmm. people Like I want to work with them for real, Like for off real. rip Yeah I really Those two yeah Okay I love that Yes this is great Um, I'm, I want her to drop an album Like I would do a whole I want to do a whole album with her Like if my shit really really pop mm-hmm. I'm coming for her Like bitch we doing an album <laughs> I don't know what you got going on But But let's we about make to, something Yeah shake. Yeah <laughs> I love it. Now, my final question. Mm-hmm. If you could leave, you know, your supporters with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? Hmm. One thing to remember about me. Dang. I don't know. Why is that so hard? This always gets people every, every, every time. Like, you could ask Bam. Like, this is that one question where people always have to think, and I love it. Yeah. I see. I see why you leave it for last. <laughs> um, one thing I would want people to remember about me. There's so many things that I would want people to remember about me. But one thing I I definitely want people to remember about me is that I'm always true to myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to be 
in a situation where I'm doing something Mm -hmm. because someone else wants me to do it or because like I don't care what type of opportunity I'm missing Mm -hmm. out I don't care what type of consequences I may potentially face if God tells me no in my heart I feel Mm-hmm. Is no, you know what I'm saying, and if he say yes, is yes. So I'm always gonna be true to myself. Like I'm always giving you authentically me. Sometimes it's too much for people, because <laughs> like I'd be like, I could get very like ah, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> honestly, nah, I love that, and honestly, I feel like in the era we're in with social media and just being in the entertainment industry is so easy for people to not stay true to themselves mm-hmm. so i love that you mentioned that because i think that's a super dope quality to yeah have. like i don't think i would ever not be humble mm-hmm. i think that i could reach like Nicki minaj level of success and still be like oh no i'm sorry excuse me please you know mm-hmm. like i'm i just could never see myself turning into that mm. you know not saying that that's what Nicki minaj is i don't know you know i'm not yeah, saying that yeah. that's what she is but i'm just saying she's a mega star so that's why i used her right, as an right, example right. um like i but i've been around celebrities i've been around rappers i know a, a couple you know celebrities mm-hmm. and sometimes just being honest the arrogance is yeah very bad people just not good people you yeah. know treat people like like gum stuck under your shoe and for no reason mm-hmm. like like checking checking like leaving a restaurant or like just walking like anybody like anybody could just get treated like shit mm-hmm. and i think that's horrible you know like i think that makes no sense you should never be feeling like you're such this person that you could treat people this way and like that arrogance and like that sense of entitlement it is very like it makes me nauseous i hate it that's why i don't think i would ever lose like my humbleness and my you know right being being true to myself that'll never change because i've seen it firsthand and i don't want it for myself yeah i definitely feel you on that well i just want to thank you so much for chatting with me and being <laughs> thank on you for having talk me radio. this was super duper dope it was we now, gotta do something else in the near future yes i'm mm-hmm. definitely down for that so on our show we love to highlight like new songs that we love enjoy mm-hmm. so of course for our new at noon we're going to be highlighting fso oh yay so yeah uh, make sure y'all you know tap in tell us what you think of the song and i just want to thank you so much for being here thank you for having us let everyone know where they can follow you find you okay so you can follow me on instagram my instagram handle is at leger l-e-z-h-a-e underscore underscore and um apple music spotify title anything major streaming platform mm-hmm. my music is up there spelled the same exact way l-e-z-h-a-e that's about it thank okay. you for having me this was a good vibe you got really good energy i like it oh thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome and yes and i will see y'all next week same time same place this is black talk radio <laughs> Money first, thing later. Level up on niggas like we playing escalators. Uh-huh. Buy my bag, yeah, bitch, I'm buy my paper. Every time I walk by, wonder why these bitches hate us. Stay dripped, and bitch, I look good. Keep a fly whip like a fly.